getting all that little bit colder, but I think we're going to regress and discuss a tranquil time. Well, when I say tranquil time, all I remember is running like a blue horse fly all over the place <laughs> during E3. Carpeted floors. Car floors. My feet were killing me. I, did we, we were talking, we were discussing this before the show about all the conferences we got to. Mm. Not a single one did we get there early or just on no, time. No, no. It was a rush through the front door. They were about to start arse on seat. But Let's we, go. we did get into everyone this year. We did get into everyone, yes, yeah. that's true enough. Um, <laughs> personal highlight for you? Of oh, the conferences? Of the conferences, yeah. Anything really stood out? Mm, I, I think the best overall one was probably Ubisoft. Mm, yeah. I think they had the, the highest quality. Um, and uh, what should I say? I didn't go to the Sony one. Mm -hmm. You covered that one. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Microsoft was eh, pretty yeah. much what everyone expected. It, it delivered on every everything that you sort of knew from beforehand. No major surprises like that. But. Um, I guess that was really, apart from Watch Dogs at Ubisoft, yeah. it was very much that feeling all the way through. It just felt like lack well, of surprise, kind of it's just like lackluster, yeah. really, yeah. which is sort a bit unfortunate. End of a generation, this is the last three, E3 we do with, without the new consoles. That kind of feeling was there. Let's just toss something up on the screen, yeah. hope it sticks. Oh. Oh, that was really the case. That was kind of rude against some of the... No, no, no. But, you know, there, were, there was a sense of everybody drawing their breath and expectantly mm waiting for a announcement of something that never materialized. Of course, great games were being shown uh, at all the conferences, but I think yeah. people wanted a bit more, or expecting a bit more. Of course, I have to say, you sent a bite Ubisoft to show you out uh, at Microsoft to the South Park boys who lampooned <laughs> the crap out of Smart Glass after what the opening half an hour of the conference talking about how great Smart Glass was yeah. and multi-format, they came on within five minutes, completely destroyed it. How many times have you been watching an episode of South Park and thought, I'd like to be able to watch this on my television while hooked into my mobile device, which is being controlled by my tablet device, which is hooked into my oven, all while sitting in the refrigerator? <laughs> the biggest and most genuine laugh I, I, I was looking at the at the teleprompter during their <laughs> speech <laughs> and it was just empty <laughs> and then it's like 30 seconds left 15 seconds left please get off the stage exit left <laughs> <laughs> and but uh, I guess I guess they were the only ones who didn't have a script pre-approved it works beautifully yeah it worked beautifully but wasn't all about the conferences, obviously we had a few days out and about in the show floor. There's actual work as well. It was work. It wasn't all just sitting, listening to these beautiful people talk about beautiful things. No, we went out into the world and discovered very, very hot, <laughs> hot halls, rammed halls, and uh, halls full of games and entertaining things to watch and view and talk about. <laughs> One, uh, one topic that people enjoy either loving or hating is the booth babes. Mm. And uh, having been to, I think this was my, like 2005 was my first E3. Yeah. So I've been to a few. And I have to say that the amount of booth babes and the sort of, the amount of, the amount has been lessened and the mm. amount of clothes has sort of gone up. Yeah, yeah. Over the years. Sort of like, yeah, there's, there's like two different graphs going up sort of 
It's more, it's less booth babes and they're more clothes, clothes on. I so, uh, but what was your experience of it? I was going to say the person with the least amount of clothing I saw was this big wrestler guy, amazing <laughs> guy at the Tekken, um, the Tekken stand. This guy had like was carrying like a steel hubcap as a ch neck chain, you know, he's making <laughs> Mr. T look like a pussy. But this guy I ended up having an arm wrestle with him, and he was just fantastic. He was like Zangief, like the real deal. Um, I, it's stuff like that, I think that's stuff you don't really pre-plan for. Of course the stands, I mean, um, think about like Capcom stand and stuff like that and the uh, Activision stand where they were playing like, I think it was like, it felt like like three or four screens, single screens attached together to mm. show the latest like Call of Duty trailer. That stuff's spectacular, but y you see the people about having a great time and a great laugh and I think the atmosphere really, really sells E3. Mm. And th that for me was absolutely perfect. Like, uh, the first time you said that you've been to a few, this is actually my first one that I went to, and it was a hell of an experience. Yeah. And definitely something I want to go to again. But um, there was a special meeting, was it? Oh, yeah, we, we caught up with uh, the. Excitement's getting to even, Charles, <laughs> even the Charles studio. Martin in the Nintendo booth, and uh, it was kind of fun because he was like. He was uh, doing the sound effects, like the Mario, with his Mario voice while we were playing. Uh, a new Super Mario Brothers U yeah. on the on the Wii U there, and that was quite a special <laughs> sort of. I, I can't. I, it's it's kind of hard to relate that to like watching a movie and having the director talk, or or like uh, listening to a CD and the, and the guy who's singing on the CD is like humming yeah, along or something. I don't know what what you would liken that to, but it it was kind of special. Mamma mia, it's a fantastic! <laughs> Hello to all of my friends at GRTV! You're number one! Wahoo! Talking about meeting characters in real life, well, it wasn't actually the real characters, it was like um, about uh, 15, 20 foot stands of the Borderlands crew, right? Okay, and we were going to do an interview with the writer of the game. And unfortunately, we didn't get this on camera, but um, gets everything set up, and all we heard was this massive thump. It turned around and some guy had just done a handstand up against the statues <laughs> and there's that brief moment of, oh my god, this thing's going to go over because you just saw all the statues <laughs> bend them out and flip and over like that. Security five seconds, grab, what the hell are you doing, chopped them out and everything like that. But it was one of those moments of, did that really, really, really happen? No. Uh, but uh, yeah, well, I mean, there was a lot more and we, we, we've shown you... Favourite interview? Do you have one? Oh god, no, man. I just so many. You're drawing I, empty now. A cascade of faces and peoples <laughs> and games, none of which uh, are, are sparking anything to me. It just it seemed like a collage, a montage of, of, of great discussion points, but nothing that really stands out as the one complete and ultimate best. I got like one that's a little bit of a fun story. I think I think I did two good interviews on Last of Us. Mm -hmm. The first one was interesting because. I think it's like the only time that they talked about the Easter egg that was in uh, Uncharted 3, mm -hmm. uh, where they sort of teased the Last of Us virus thing yeah, yeah, yeah. in the paper. And the second one was just a really good in-depth interview after having seen the, the second playthrough demo of the, the E3 demo that I felt was just a, just a nice interview. It's one of those few interviews where I felt like I've, I've sat down, I've seen the game, I've had time. Mm. I got 10 minutes at least with Proper, the developer. Yeah. It's not, I'm not, I wasn't rushed, and that, that's rare at E3. Mm -hmm. It's really yeah. rare. Talking about rushed, we did spend every single day of E3 trying to get ourselves the in, inside a Lamborghini. Uh, Forza Horizon <laughs> had this sort of ad campaign out the front. Beside, the, so there's the Wargaming net, 
uh, campaign stuff, which was a massive plane yeah. sitting outside the front door. But uh, just across the way, there's old Lamborghinis and stuff like that. And we managed to get like little uh, wristbands that would allow us to drive in the mm. Lamborghini back to the hotel and everything. Three days in and out, we kept missing it because we're obviously doing interviews so late. Until the final day, the final day, we finally managed to just push people aside, get the cues out of the way, say, look, press, blah, 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 blah. Sat in that Lamborghini for a glorious 10 seconds. We drove around the car park and back to start again. I had to leave. And it was just like, yeah. <laughs> well, so sad. Sometimes uh, short is wonderful and short and sweet. Short and sweet yeah. is the most bittersweet yeah. experiences. <laughs> so that's our. <laughs> that was our E3 remembrance. Yeah. But we do a lot have of disappointment. Now, <laughs> disappointment. You can see them on GRTV. Just. You know, have a look around. You'll find some interesting stuff on there. Mm. But as for now, that's us wrapping up. Um, we're on to our always lovely Indie Darling segment. And then we've got Emily with today's competition, as well as the winners from the past week. Mm. My Indie Darling is Defense Grid. It's a, an awesome tower defense game that you can play both on the PC and on the Xbox 360. Um, I like it because it's one of the most... Uh, well-developed, well-polished, well-balanced tower defense games out there. And I'm super, super excited about uh, Hidden Paths uh, Defense Grid 2, which they did a Kickstarter on, and it's going to come out uh, hopefully soonish. <laughs> All right, so it's time to make some people happy and announce the next round of winners. The following people have won Jetpack Joyride on PSN. Veronica Reuchow, Peter Nielsen, Sarah Sanchez, and Thomas Keskinen. Toe Jam and Earl has been won by Michael Kofod. Following people have won Crusader Kings 2 on Steam. Jesper Bergstrøm, Biro Atilia, Zach Schultz and Thomas Christiansen. War of Roses on Steam has been won by Daniel Andersen, Emil Volter, Michael Lund, Tobias Kittelsen and Richard Carlson. Trying 2 on Wii U has been won by Alberto Pasto de la Posa. And PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale and one month of PlayStation Plus has been won by Chris Dreyer, Alex Jakob, and Yari Jokinen. Congratulations to you all. Today's question is, what is the name of the DJ who narrates Jet Set Radio? If you want to win Jet Set Radio on XBLA, write us an email at xmas at before 12 noon tomorrow, Central European time. Write the answer in the subject line. Good luck. <laughs>